Hi. To really understand the Word of God and allow God to breathe His life and joy into our walk with Christ, we need to sense that God is always pointing us toward the coming of Christ. Prophecy is woven throughout the pages of the Bible to give us hope, balance in living, and to give us understanding of our life, our world, and our times so that we can live in expectation and anticipation and excitement. An example of this importance of prophecy is the Lord's Prayer. I know that the reciting of this prayer has been a religious routine for many churches in many generations, but discarding the Lord's Prayer because of tradition or misuse harms us more than it helps us. The Lord's Prayer was given to keep our focus on His coming and, with that in mind, to live wisely and strongly for Him until He returns. In Matthew 6, Jesus' emphasis is to pray, knowing certain things, already mindful that God knows what we need before we ask Him. The prayer is not to be recited as a prayer per se, but to tune our hearts before we pray. It brings us before the Lord, mindful and ready, with our perspective focused so that as we pray for people and events, our hearts are submitted to the understanding of what God is doing and the future to come. Look at the beginning of the Lord's Prayer. Our thoughts are immediately tuned to God and the end of time. Pray then like this, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We have a Father in heaven. Think of what is packed into this. We have a Father who we are spiritually growing to love, who's in heaven, but we're not. We know that we'll be with him on some future day. That reality may or may not be in our thoughts, but it could be if we took the time to reflect on just this line. Hallowed be thy name. We honor his name. Again, there's a sense about this honoring. Our hearts resist this sometimes now, especially when we're faced with temptation or others who see things differently than we do. Yet we know a future day is coming. We struggle to honor him now, but we won't struggle forever. Thy kingdom come. Now this is prophecy, pure and simple and brought in to give us hope at the outset of praying. Just the wording suggests a future day and a different reality. For the disciple who knows the word, an instant world of verses and people and events come forward. This is our hope and our destiny in Jesus Christ. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. A day will come when evil will be gone and everything will be right. This reaches back to God's curse on the serpent and the promise of a savior in Genesis 3.15 and reaches forward to the final chapters of Revelation. It's amazing how that one sentence can put the word and life into context. And at the outset of prayer, our hearts are directed to the future, a secure, prophetic future. There's so much more in this prayer. God's daily provision, our need to forgive, our weakness, our enemy. All of these points create a space in which we bow before God in prayer. Prophecy makes us look beyond ourselves and our lives and look to the coming of our King. Imagine walking through this preparation for 
prayer every morning before we prayed and began our day. Think of how our minds would be balanced, our hearts encouraged, and our eyes focused, not only in life on earth, but on the day we long for when Jesus comes. This brings purpose and joy and even a sense of urgency. Jesus gave us this prayer to make us look forward and so to keep our hearts healthy and our eye clear. Jesus himself, or as it says, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Men didn't invent the emphasis on prophecy in the 1800s that swept into the U.S. and caused the hearts of men and women to flame alive in love for Christ and for his word. All they did was rediscover what is written everywhere in the word, from Genesis to Revelation. A Savior would come. He has come, and he's coming again. That's a great thing to remember every day as you go to prayer. Hallelujah. Maranatha.